Oh, you know, there's just a plethora of opportunities today, to be honest. I'd say anything that you were looking at a year ago, certainly today you're, you can get a, a second look at it, whether it's a sector or a specific company at, at just a, a much more attractive valuation and much better terms as an investor if you have the capital. When you talk about specific sectors at key, you know, we've really widened our funnel this year to, to look at a number of different things. From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Hey, Bulls. We are continuing the fifth annual Cannabis Investor Series sponsored by PodConnects, the cannabis industry's exclusive network of cannabis podcasts that actually allows companies to advertise. Go to podconnects.com to connect to more cannabis listeners. On today's show, we're joined by another former guest, Pete Carabas from Key Investment Partners. Pete, welcome back to the show. Hey, Dan. Great to be back again. I think uh, we were just saying a second ago, I can't believe this is the fifth one now. <laughs> You're in an exclusive club. You're in an exclusive there club. There you go. <laughs> well, I, and I always look forward to having you on the show because you tend to have a big picture perspective, which we so desperately need today. <laughs> you know, Key is no... Absolutely. He is known for taking a more institutional approach to investing in cannabis, which normally is code for you're cautious. However, despite all the public market bad news, you seem to be really optimistic. Why do you believe that cannabis is a stable investment? Dan, that's a great question. And I, you know, I'll touch on our, our optimism first. Obviously, you have a lot of stuff going on on a macroeconomic basis. You know, anyone who watches any news, you see anything from the war in Ukraine, inflation, you see um, the public markets, right? You have these these massive rate hikes from Powell and the Fed, You've seen the stock market drop 20% or so at the start of the year. A lot of things that are, I'd say, frightening to investors. When we look at the cannabis industry, it certainly is affected, right, by all these different parts of the macro economy. But on the other hand, right, it also has characteristics of a, a vice-like industry or even a healthcare, right? You know, it, where people continue to buy cannabis regardless of what's going on. States are continuing to legalize, and we're continuing to see more jobs. We're seeing our portfolio companies grow. We're seeing the stigma around cannabis fall away. And, uh, you know, most of all, you have a situation today in cannabis where I'd say on both certainly the public markets, but definitely on the private markets as well, you have very limited access to capital still today. In addition to that, you have probably the most attractive valuations and, and terms you can get as an investor in the market. And this is even more so than, you know, call it the last two, three years. So, it's an exceptional opportunity for investors. A lot of cannabis companies, almost all of them in one way, shape or form need money. And the industry is, it's more mature than it's ever been. So, you know, we look at this type of situation and we say, what better time to, to make investments and, and gain exposure? Two years from now, it's going to look entirely different and we think it's going to look much better. Yeah. My, my daughter always says There's, this industry is never going to be smaller than it is today. <laughs> which yeah, is a really right. good point. Exactly. You know, you mentioned all the doom and gloom and this, this and if you watch the news, you, you, you can't help but be a little bit pessimistic. Do you think that cannabis will weather this pending downturn better than other industries? 
Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. You know, one we we do talk about a lot. I and the the short answer is yes, I I do, and I think it's it's for a variety of factors, right? I think the biggest thing here is regardless of what the feds do, the states are going to continue to legalize cannabis, both medical and recreational programs. And some would argue, you know, it becomes even more attractive as you get more critical mass, right? All of a sudden, if if you're a governor in a state, you're surrounded by states that all have legal programs. So are you going to enforce trying to stop that cannabis from crossing state lines, or are you going to collect tax revenues off of it? I also think cannabis, right, has has certain characteristics as a vice industry, as some call it, as a, you know, of course, the medical side of it, which is is still being discovered, and I think will be a a longer term play in cannabis, but it has a lot of characteristics of industries that do fare well in recessions. (laughs) You think about alcohol, for example, you can look at alcohol and CPG products throughout recessions. And what do you find when you look at the data, you see that people generally are going to just go down the shelf when they pick which products they're, they're going to buy. And by that, of course, I mean, maybe they're buying the, the $15, $20 bottle of wine when they typically in good times buy a $30 bottle of wine, but they don't stop buying wine if they're a wine drinker. So cannabis exhibits some of those characteristics as well. And it's the, the addressable market, right? It just keeps growing. Two, three, four states, it seems, each year, regardless of what's going on at the federal level. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the positive vibes coming out of D.C., I know it's been a really, really tricky year for cannabis companies that are raising money. And maybe this energy coming out of D.C. might change things. Do you feel like this might start the capital flowing back into the industry? Yeah, you know, it, it was incredibly positive for all the listeners who aren't familiar. You know, we had Biden essentially uh, pardon 6,500 people of of cannabis-related offenses. And I think just as importantly, right, it's really a recognition of cannabis and cannabis legalization is very legitimate. And it shows that Washington is looking at it, taking it seriously and taking action on it. And then lastly, I'd say, if you really read through any of the press releases or or, uh, Biden's statement, the key thing in there, I think that most people are in cannabis are very excited about is he's asking the attorney general and department of health and human services to go review cannabis their classification as a schedule one substance which i think most people would agree today is just very incorrect i'll just leave it at that yeah (laughs) for sure you mentioned evaluations are down across the board but it's making it one of the best times to invest. What sectors do you think are the most undervalued right now? Oh, you know, there's just a plethora of opportunities today, to be honest. I'd say anything that you were looking at a year ago, certainly today, you're, you can get a, a second look at it, whether it's a sector or a specific company at, at just a, a much more attractive valuation and much better terms as an investor if you have the capital. When you talk about specific sectors at key, you know, we've really widened our funnel this year to to look at a number of different things. If you remember, probably in our first couple podcasts, you know, we were much more focused on the ancillary and non-plant touching side of things. I think one thing we've done recently is 
really started to get smart on some of the individual states where we might want exposure and more on the, the single state operators or small private multi-state operators in one or two states. And we've just seen time and time again now, if you can time it up right and time up your investment right, you know, you can find yourself in a great situation. If you're in a state, right, with favorable regulatory dynamics, limited license is a good place to start. And you get in on the ground floor, certainly before REC. They have a REC program, right? States like Ohio, states like Florida, Pennsylvania even. You could find find some really great deals that way. So we've been looking a lot at that. And we've been looking at really a, a number of different things. I'd say equally in terms of sector, right? We've been just looking at different ways to invest, whether that be via secondary investments. You know, you have founders that maybe want to take some shares off the table. They've been in cannabis for seven, eight years and uh, created something with a lot of value, but it's on paper. So we yeah. looked at stuff like that, look at interesting ways on the debt side, you know, not straight term debt investments, but equity like upside with debt like downside on the investment side. Now, for our listeners who are accredited investors and considering getting into the cannabis industry, what are some of the advantages of working with your team? At Key, we're really, really, really focused on what I'd call just providing institutional investment management services. And some people just say, oh, it sounds like a bunch of buzzwords. What does that actually mean? Really what we set out to do back in 2018 and we're still very focused on is creating a, a diversified vehicle with exposure to the cannabis industry that uh, thinks a lot about downside, that focuses on on companies, yes, with with significant upside, but I always say the upside in the cannabis industry isn't hard to understand. You just got to make sure you're you're not losing money. And so uh, providing investors the opportunity to get into deals that really they, they wouldn't be able to get in otherwise is, is our main objective. And then turning around and, and helping the companies we invest in actively raise capital, form business plans, make partnerships, grow, and, and really help them in any way we possibly can. Well, we'll have all of Pete's and Key's information in the show notes. So if you want to continue this conversation with, with Pete offline, either about investing in your company or partnering up with him to in, invest in the cannabis industry, I'm sure somebody from Pete or somebody from his team will be happy to speak with you. Pete, always good to catch up. Let's maybe not wait another year, but yeah. <laughs> I look forward to speaking to you again. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely, Dan. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on Podcon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.